0: I need people to be more upset about the existence of camps that cage children than being more upset than what we call the camps that are caging children. Dies in Your House. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not. Of my employer. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. But that's okay. Cause I don't like y'all anyway. And I don't like y'all anyway. We have until November of 2020. To get our act together. As a country, as a nation, to correct this injustice. And the biggest injustice in the world was allowing a foreign power to install a criminal into the White House and turn an administration into a fascist crime syndicate. That must be corrected. And we only have a little, there's only one more election we have to correct it or this whole thing is over. Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lives. I never met any of the founding fathers, but I'm sure if they were listening to Least Coast Radio right now and brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, they would agree with the sentiment. And you could follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Get us on Patreon at Least Coast Radio. Vote Blue Wave 2020. Let's make it happen. Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. Every weekend. We here on Least Coast Radio are trying to fight the rising tide of fascism. The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't, we don't want any of that in America. So we gotta, we gotta stop it. We gotta put out the fire now. We stand out and voice of no joke. As liberals, not even as liberals, as Americans, as patriots, as people that like democracy. The only thing we can do right now to fix our country is use our weapons. And our weapons are our voices, our handmade signs. And social media Get the message out there Voting Voting is key Elections have consequences If you don't know what Staten Island is It's like New York's abortion That (laughs) live Representing Staten Island Staten Island was no joke Hey yo in the house dies in your house what is the word peeps what goes on it is the weekend i am jay porks we are back here on least coast radio with another action with another action-packed edition of dies in your house what is this madness you stumbled upon you might ask yourself well this is what happens when you give liberals a microphone that's exactly what happened. Listen, man, the direction of our country, it's not good. The shape of our democracy, not good. What we need to do is work on fixing it. And there's one sure fix. We can, you know, we can, there's a lot of things we could do, write letters, tweets, all that stuff. But you know what we can really do to fix all this nonsense going on in our country? We could participate in democracy and we can vote. Because if we go out there and if we overwhelm the vote and we exhaust the vote and we leave no margin for error that means no hostile foreign power hacking of the mines no FBI director letters no investigate. you know what I'm saying if we just go out there and as as Americans as Patriots as people that like democracy if we can just go out there and vote the dividends will be paid it's not like, oh, we're all gonna go out there and vote and then Trump's gonna win. It, it, it's impossible that if we all go out and vote that we deal with another couple of years of Trump. It's not, it can't happen if we all get out there and vote. So what we need to do is focus our efforts on getting those third party voters, those independent voters that don't really exist, because as you know, independent voters, there are none. Because independent mean, if you you're not a blank canvas there are things that you want there are things that you desire as a human being whether that's you know, healthcare, whether that's recreational marijuana, whether that's criminal justice reform whether that's, you know, uh, workforce stabilization whatever it is, social security, whatever it is there are things in this world that you want Even if you're one of those people that's like, Oh, Monsanto, GMOs, then go vote for somebody who- There is a candidate on the Democratic side for everybody. And there is no need to be writing in votes. Okay? Because if we write in votes, and we vote third party, things that don't exist, that is only participating in a successful active measure put on by a hostile foreign power to try to shape this country further into the fascist crime syndicate that it is run by. Hey Alexa, what is fascism? The non-fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't want, we don't want any of that in our country. Would like to know the answer? We don't want any of that going on in America. And I really hate when my Amazon Echo tries to suggest more things for me when I'm doing my podcast. So I'm going to try something else. Hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, Fascism is a form of radical right-wing, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah. We don't want any of that in America, and I would like to thank Google for that. That was a good job there. And we have a new friend on the podcast. We have machines. This, These machines attempt... It's like these machines kill fascists, these machines define fascists, so then I could interlude into what I was talking about. So yeah, fascism, we don't want it, we ain't with it, but this, this regime that's running the country right now, they behave like fascists. They behave like people that are above the law, and that is not at all how America is supposed to work. So we got... 17 months or something like that? We got the Democratic debates in a couple of days. That's this week. We're gonna talk about that at the back end again. I have a couple of thoughts. I don't... Honestly, right this second, I don't know what the thoughts are. But when we get there, we'll get there. We'll call it in the ring. But, uh... Big week. Always a big week. You can't just, you know, relax. You can't just relax, go to work, punch the clock. You know, go to lunch, ride a lime bike, get on the bus, you can't- you can't do that. You can't have a regular, calm week. It's not a thing. Which is why, again, voting is so important. We have to vote for calm weeks. We're voting for a vacation from cable news. We're voting for our institutions to survive. So a couple of things this week. I'm no foreign policy expert. I say that a lot. So Iran, I don't know what's going on there. Here's what I know. I know they hit us and they not. First of all, when they said that they shot down a a US like aircraft, I was like, oh man, how many people are dead? No, no, they shot down a drone, an unmanned drone. I'm not saying that that's cool. I'm just saying like, Let's word it the way it's supposed to be worded. Also, do I know what to do in Iran? Do I know what America should do right now with Iran? No, absolutely not. I am not. But you know know who else doesn't know? The clown running the show. That's who. That's who else doesn't know. So what we have is, and you know what would have helped? If we had some sort of deal, some sort of an agreement. If only we had a leader that liked making deals. If we had some deal with Iran that limited the amount of, like, nuclear things they could have or their nuclear program. If we had some sort of deal in place, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying. Oh, wait, we did have a deal in place, but we had to pull out of it because it was an Obama idea. If Obama knew that Republicans would care more about repealing his shit than actually governing if they ever got the opportunity to take over again, I guarantee he would have did shit a lot differently. You know what I'm saying? He would have like set things up like, okay, here's what I'm doing. I want no American to be allowed to have health care. Next thing you know, Republicans are like, we need health care. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's just insane. Like, anything that Obama touched needs to be, needs to be repealed, needs to be gone. Fossil fuel rollbacks or whatever, something with the fuel plants, coal, they rolled back the Obama era fuel emissions thing this week. It's what they do. This, this, uh, this regime is here to kill you. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's either gonna be some nuclear war, climate change, ice is gonna come and abduct your family. This shit's gonna happen. And then, I mean, we need to, the importance of voting. I mean, would you rather sit here and argue about how many parties the country should have in politics? Would you rather have that argument right now? Would you rather just get. These clowns out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Just get them out. Now we got ice ice raids. Tomorrow. We know that because they've been announced. Which is not very strategic. But my theory is that it's a distraction from the Hope Hicks testimony. Because Iran, they didn't know Iran was going to be stupid. So, they planned, the plan was to announce the ice raids coming up on the weekend so that can dominate the news cycle and people could ignore the fact that Hope Hicks claimed executive privilege which doesn't exist by the which doesn't exist in that form by the way Hope Hicks went to the House Judiciary Jerry Nadler's committee And she claimed executive privilege on 155 questions. 155 questions. Now, again, I'm not, like, a political scholar or anything, but I have watched enough MSNBC, and I have had, like, I've listened to, like, Frank Fleguzzi, and I've had people explain to me, Ned Price, I've had people explain to the TV and, in turn, to me how executive privilege works. You don't get asked, hey... This, that, and the third, and you say, oh, I can't answer that because of executive privilege. These are closed sessions at first. Like, they're not live on TV. So you answer the question, and then the executive gets to decide if that is a privileged answer. And then, in turn, gets to not share that with the American public at that moment. The House Judiciary Committee is supposed to be allowed to know that stuff. It's called oversight. It's called democracy. We've been doing it for like 200-something years here, and we're gonna try to not let it burn and die. So they knew, the regime knew that that would be a huge thing. That all we'd be doing, because Jerry Nadler, the way he phrased it, and I know, People are getting tired of Democrats making threats and not coming through with it and this and that, but listen man, if you lay out a solid investigation, if you investigate enough things and show enough mistruths, eventually, you're gonna have some real, some real stuff. Some real dirt. Some real stuff that the American people cannot deny. The way Nadler was like, this is the biggest gift. Her not answering, Hope Hicks not answering questions is like watching obstruction of justice in action. It's like just watching it go down. And Hope Hicks not answering questions, executive privilege that doesn't actually exist in that forum. It's eventually going to come back to bite. Felix Sater, no showing. House committee that wanted uh that was gonna sit down with him. He no showed because he slept late. So, like when 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 Robert Mueller said that this investigation did not yield an exoneration, that was very factual and in due time. Cause listen, I'm paying attention to it. Probably people listening to this are paying attention to it. But the people that are tuning out politics, which is how we got here in the first place, the people that are tuning out politics probably think, oh man, they're just, they're just investigating Trump to investigate him. When in reality, they're investigating a criminal because he committed crimes. That's how it goes. And the distraction is going to be to raid facilities across the country ICE is going to raid. ICE is going on massive raids Sunday morning. That's what we were told. Again, I don't know what kind of strategy it is if you want to catch people to tell them you're coming. But the reason that was told to us is because they want us to have an uproar about these deportations, rounding up immigrants and sending them back to countries that they fleed they want us to go crazy about that and not think about Hope Hicks obstructing justice in congress and that's just sick and twisted because both things are sick and twisted you have have a a regime that is hell-bent on hiding the truth they are hell-bent on not letting the American people know the truth about anything about anything. That's all that their one concern is hiding the truth from the American people. And we're just trying to I mean that's what we're that's what we're doing. As we're watching, you know, Democrats in the in the in the um campaign 2020 vision, which by the way, I just got that I thought it was like I thought they were talking about like the vision for 2020 like who's gonna be I, I didn't realize if you have 2020 vision you could see that shows like you know I'm not that smart when it comes to things it was like oh 2020 vision I get it now no but you see like the Dems on the trail like everyone's at Clyburn's fish fry this morning which you know I don't know how I feel about the fish fry I don't like fish I'm not a fish guy I like pizza I like chicken I like burgers. But we got Democrats campaigning. We also have investigating and sunlight being the best showing the American people all of the criminality that has been going on past, present of this regime. How they got there, how they plan on staying there. None of it is behaviors that Make me proud to be an IQ. Proud to be an American. This country is based on immigrants. No, well, first of all, that that was from the. There's a. I saw one clip from a Telemundo interview where this clown said that America is based on immigrants. Yeah, I mean, if America was a movie, it would be based on immigrants, based on a true story. You mean? Founded by immigrants? You mean started up by immigrants? You mean founded on the backs of immigrants? You mean built by immigrants? It's not based on immigrants. It's not a book. It's not a story. I know that, you know, the way that this White House works is that they would like everything to be a reality television show. And people can vote it on and vote it off the island, but that's not how this actually works. And that's why I'm on here every week, talking about how we're going to vote. Because we can't, listen, man, I'm not saying that we need to watch cable news 24 hours a day and all be political scholars and have degrees in political science and volunteer on campaigns in our spare time. I'm not saying we got to do any of that, okay? Don't get it twisted, I'm not saying we have to do that, but if we can just focus our efforts on voting, unity, all voting for the same candidate in 2020, and beyond, like, forever if we just keep voting, it, I mean, we'll just, we won't have to be like, oh man, are we gonna be in nuclear war today? Like, we won't have to worry about that. And then if you want to say, oh gee, all politicians are crooks. They take your money, and they spend it on this, that. Well, do they? Look it up. We got the internet now. That's why I'm calling this new politics. We shake it like bad girls up in Harlem. It's new politics where there's information available to you. Like, for instance, Hillary Clinton charged money to give speeches. Like anybody else did. Like, you politicians... We're given speeches for free until Hillary Clinton came along. You know what I'm saying? But because she like, you know, the the payments were documented. People were like, oh, they made her pay. She made them pay for her to come speak. Yeah, that's what speaking. That's what this. That's what it is. How much do you think Obama gets paid to talk? And how much do you think Trump is gonna charge to give those fucking KKK rallies he gives? Oh man, I saw something... You know what it is? It's a traveling circus. It's like... It's like if the Ku Klux Klan... ...was at a fish concert. That's what these rallies are! It's a cesspool of slime and dirt and sludge. Also, KKK things, there's racism, sexism, bigotry, hatred. Like, and then they, they, they're they all at the same show. They're all waiting to hear one song. They all got their own hit they want. It makes me fucking sick, man. It is some sick and twisted behavior that goes on in America. How much do you think he's going to be charging for those rallies? Are you joking? You think he's giving those for free? Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> So we're in a new era of politics. It's new- it's new politics. We could find out anything about anybody. In 1984, you couldn't get a list of everything, all the bills Joe Biden has voted yes or no on. You know what I'm saying? Now you could! I mean, you could get that list at like the Library of Congress or You can go, there was a place in DC or somewhere where you could go, records, and you can go look it up. And journalists probably did that, but it wasn't like it was published in a newspaper. To my knowledge. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't remember that ever being a thing. Now, I can find out that Bernie Sanders honeymooned in Moscow. And I can ask why. These are things. These are things that come with the territory in 2019. The new politics era. We find things out. We know everything about you. Just like, you know, you can give a headline that says, oh, Beto O'Rourke takes oil money. You could give that headline. And you might head fake some people out into thinking, oh, man, this guy's an oil tycoon. But in retrospect, then you have to sit back. And you look at the list of people that donate to political campaigns in Texas. And they're all oil people. Because it's Texas. And that's where you get your money. So what you need to do is get your priorities straight. You want somebody... Who is going to give this country the best direction for everyone. Because, you know, I could hear all day about the S&P and the NASDAQ and the stocks. This is not an economy that works for everyone. Right? I got a job right now. For now. Seasonal. Trying to get into part-time. Interviewed. waiting email. It's very... The views and opinions expressed on my podcast are not that of my employer. But I believe... It is my understanding that if we were in a better economy, that my employer wouldn't have me seasonal, interviewing for part-time. I would have just been part-time with my open. But because we live in an economy that doesn't work for everybody, not everybody is spending money. And therefore, not all stores are making money. And therefore, not all stores are keeping as many employees employed as they would normally do. Everywhere, across the board. Don't tell me that the economy's good when everybody on their lunch break is scrolling gra- uh, glass note and in- glass note? Glass door. <laughs> and indeed, like, looking for jobs. Don't tell me that the economy's good when everybody needs a second job! Stop it! Stop it! You wanna know how we get the economy good? You listen to Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has sound financial plans that will get this country back going in the direction it needs to be going. If you don't like Elizabeth Warren because she's 116th Native American and that gets you mad, but you got a guy in the Oval Office who, you know, I don't even need to say it, you know, all the stuff he does, he says, you don't like the Native American thing, okay, Elizabeth Warren could come on as a veep to Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is all about what we progressives are all about. If you want to talk about her prosecu- prosecutor days in San Francisco, you could. And you know what? You can ask her about that. And in every interview I've seen, she has been open and answering all the questions. And that's all you can ask. If you really want to know about a candidate, watch their interviews on The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. Because you can tell at that point, some go in there and pander and some go in there and chill and hang. And if you could hang, cause like, that's all you need. Like they used to be the saying, is this a candidate I wanna have a beer with? Like, yeah, but I don't drink because I care about calories and you know, my liver. But like, is this a candidate that I wanna hang with? Is this a candidate I want on my corner, on my block, with my back? It is. So, great segue. <laughs> Democratic, first Democratic debates are coming up this week, Wednesday and Thursday. So there are like, I want to see some things here. I want to see Elizabeth Warren separate herself. Right now, she just, in a poll that we're not, and again, we're ignoring polls, but I'm just mentioning it. In a recent Monmouth poll, she passed Bernie Sanders. That's big. Now, can Joe Biden stay in his way long enough to have her pass him. Now, I'm not Listen. Everybody- I want everyone to- I like Elizabeth Warren, but, like, I want the person who's gonna win, so I want the person who's gonna win the- the- the primary. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, Elizabeth Warren better win or else. No, I'm saying that I want Elizabeth Warren's ideas to be presented to more Americans, so more Americans can hear them and then say, you know what? Uh... I don't really care about the Native American thing, because she's got a lot of good plans here. So, night one, that needs to be Elizabeth Warren's coming out party. She's already come out, but, like, if night one turns into the rise of Amy Klobuchar, we're looking at, you know, centrism, and it's gonna be Joe Biden and Klobuchar, like, and we're gonna have Republicans versus Republicans, like... Beto's on stage night one. Joe Biden needs to atone for what he said about Cory Booker, not Cory Booker. But what he said about the segregationist senators. This guy, like, is his own worst enemy. This guy can't get out of his own way. And if he's in the, t- if he's the nominee, I will vote for him. But he's got a lot of work to do on the way his thinking has allegedly evolved listen he was Obama's vice president so I know he's not like you know racist we know that but like he needs to understand that that old white man shit comes off sound and racist sometimes and you need to explain that you know the times may have passed you by a little bit and you're just gonna be the bridge to get us back into progressive society Like, the only way Joe Biden... Joe Biden can't be a two-term if he was the nominee. That can't be a thing. He'll be over there working with segregationist senators. Come on now. But if he wants to run one term with a strong Veep... And then pass it off, like, that would be... That would be good. That would be nice. But again, like... It's not like you have two choices here. There's a lot... There's 20 candidates on stage. There's 23 or 24 running in total. And we're gonna get to hear all their ideas. And what you need to do... Is just focus on... And what you really should do is... Read transcripts and not even watch the debate. Read the transcripts. See what these people say. Because I don't care if somebody had a bead of sweat coming down their face. If they were explaining a sound policy... Then that's all I really need. So we got that, Wednesday and Thursday. Shortly after... ICE starts deporting people to distract from home. It's just... Immigrants. The threatening of de- deporting immigrants to distract from things. Like, these are human beings. And to treat human beings as some prop in a a play, as the, you know, the fish you feed the walrus, is just disgusting to me. And that alone should be reason enough to not let this shit happen again. Dies in your house, exclusively on Least Coast Radio.